Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband-wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you're joining us here for our love revolution where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to get you higher. Yes. So today we have another amazing show. I'm really excited about this one. Baby, you came up with this topic. Horny husbands. Horny husbands. <laughs> do you guys know any horny husbands? How do you deal with horny I'm husbands? Sure they do. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And this is even relevant for singles. You know, when you're dating, even yeah. though it may not be hubby, yeah. but this is still the man that you're dating. And so I'm really interested and excited about that topic. Yeah, me too. But before we jump into the main topic, it's time to catch up with the clocks. Yes. Anything interesting and new or different you want to share with the listeners? This week has been kind of down week for me because I have been a little bit sick. I've had a cold, which has, I kind of think, made you a horny husband because ah. I haven't been I haven't been paying very much attention to you or had very much energy for you. So my week's kind of been a wrap. I've just been in bed really relaxing and reading and trying to get my strength back. So that's my week. How about you? Well, it's been very interesting as well. And mm-hmm. you're right. I have been a horny husband. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. And it's, it's not only that you were sick, but mm-hmm. it's also that we're in a house full of people, yeah. family members. Yeah. And that privacy isn't fair like we're used to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's you know, been a little been challenging. It's been tough. But we have to adjust. Have We're to, adjusting. Have to adjust. That's right. But you know what? That's a perfect segue into yes. the main topic. Yes, topic. it is. So let's jump into it. You know, I wanted to talk about horny husbands because I know how it affects me as a woman. And you and I have had this discussion many times about male sexuality and female sexuality. And I always want to share with listeners some of the things that we talk about and how we get past challenges in our own marriage. Mm -hmm. And for me, one of the things about having a horny husband, like, first of all, I like it. I think it's awesome. I love that you're attracted to me and sexually attracted to me and that you want me. It makes me feel very feminine, loved, wanted. But sometimes when I'm not there, what will come up is kind of guilt. Like it's my responsibility and I need to get myself there. Mm -hmm. And I think men feel differently about sex. And when you get horny, your energy changes. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted you to share with us from the male perspective, like what happens to you physically when you get to the point where you're just really horny and you can't get what you want because your wife is sick or away or distracted by the kids or you have a bunch of people around or whatever the case may be. So Mm. how do you deal with it when you just feel that desire and that urge? Because I've noticed that when we can't connect sexually, you kind of pull away, you shut down a little bit. Sometimes your energy gets aggressive. So what are you going through? So maybe as wives, we could be more compassionate or maybe even have conversations to help both of us get through times where we can't be sexually connected. For me, I think it starts with the fact that men and women, we approach sex differently overall. Okay. A lot of times women are taught that men just want to come and they just want to get off and they that's all they want and just to bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and even though the orgasm, that's a big part of it, that's also not a big part of it. Men 
express who they are, how they feel through their sexuality. Mm-hmm. They build that connection to you through their sexuality. Where women would tend to build the connection more through communication, let's say. Okay. And that's very, very important. And when you don't have that communication, you feel disconnected. Men communicate through their penis. Ooh. And we communicate through our lovemaking. Okay. And that's how we f- create our sense of masculinity. That's how we feel our sense of pride, connection. That's how we want to please you, to make you happy. And that's why sex is one of the reasons it's such a big part of the male psyche. Then we got to take the physical part of it. Mm-hmm. We're producing millions of, if not billions of sperm cells per day. Right. And it's not by accident. It's for a reason. And it's to procreate. So it's our biology is constantly going, hey. Right. Go there, go there, because it feels good. And when we have sex, especially if you're a guy that's not really connected spiritually, sex can, is a way to really connect with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in having sex, you let go. Right. And you're in the moment. And when you're in the moment, you're automatically going to connect to your higher self. And that's what feels so good about sex. So men that don't have that connection, or even if you do have that connection, you're spiritually connected, it just takes it to another level. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. When men go about three days without sex, mm-hmm. that's when it starts to change, especially if you're a sexually active guy. Right. And the first day, it's like, oh, no sex? Oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. No problem. All right. La, la, still be a nice guy. I can't keep, 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 still feel connected. Right. Day two, it's like, no, not again. Right. Okay. Then we kind of feel like, uh, something's off. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy about it, but I'm still trying to be patient. Right. And then... Day three, it's like, no, no sex again. Instinctively, we disconnect and pull back because we feel hurt. Hmm. We feel offended. Okay. We feel rejected. We're, we're not rejected. We feel like we're not getting the connection that we want. Right. And that's the part that's hard for men. Then it, then after that, if you don't catch yourself, you can pull away and become a jerk. You're not doing it intentionally. Mm-hmm. You just don't feel connected. You don't feel empowered. Right. And... I was talking to men a while back about this, and they described it like, okay, imagine that all your life you played basketball, mm-hmm. and you loved it. And basketball was the way that you just connected that brought you so much joy and happiness. And part of that is going to play basketball with all the different people whenever you want to go play. You just pick up <laughs> your ball, and you just go play ball, and you have one experience. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to go play again in another park. And you go play with somebody else, and that's the joy. Mm-hmm. And then one day they say, okay, that thing that you love, that thing that, that brings you so much joy and happiness, now that you're with this person that may or may not like basketball as much as you, right? <laughs> you have to play. Anytime you play from here on in, you have to play with them. If they don't want to play, you don't get to play. If they're playing in a way where you know they only want to play a little bit, you only play a little bit. Yeah. If they say no, you don't play at all. Right. And that's the part that's frustrating. Like, ah, I'm not in control of that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And because I love this person, I have to sacrifice in a way my ability to fulfill myself in this way but that's a marriage you can do it and it works but it takes a lot of mental perspectives that need to be developed and strengthened in order to really do that well well that makes a lot of sense and especially what you said there at the end and what's interesting is women feel very similar so it's kind of like we like to play basketball but before we get to the court we have to do all of these things we got to take care of all these kids we got to clean we got to work we got to pay bills everyone wants our time everyone wants our attention Mm -hmm. 
And then we don't have energy left and we feel bad that we don't want to play or we feel like, oh, you got to go play basketball when right. you're which, exhausted. Which is unfair. Which is, which, which is still <laughs> And it unfair. doesn't feel good, right. right? It's unfair to kind of to both. Yeah, it is. Right. And, but it's like, here's a situation that you're in mm-hmm. and maybe or maybe you're not. It may be natural. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. still debating that. Yeah. But we adaptable, we're adaptable creatures. Yes. But it's still a difficult deal. It's like women. We flipped it and said, okay, you love shopping. Yeah. But once you marry me, you can only shop with me if mm-hmm. I want to shop, if I'm in the mood to shop. Otherwise, you cannot shop. And if you try to shop without me, you're a bad person. You should feel guilty. You should feel right. ashamed. You're bad. You're dirty. That's like, how many women would sign up for that? Yeah. None. Yeah. And you can't pick anything <laughs> out that I don't agree with. Right. <laughs> That's a tough one. You know? Right. So. Well, you know, this brings up a point. I actually think subconsciously, this is why a lot of single people are not... <laughs> getting married mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i think they kind of sabotage because the there's the a men. part of think i think there's a part of human nature that's like Ugh, i don't like that part you know who created I, that who said it had yeah. to be that particular way so oh you're, you're a historian so monogamy who created that tell us about that anthony you know actually most indigenous civilizations they weren't monogamous mm. they just had open relationships and yeah. they raised the polyamorous. kids polyamorous mm-hmm. and they didn't judge it and it actually worked for them right then with the, the europeans and the catholic church that's when they started changing the game right and they made like, okay, from here on in, you have to have sex with just one person. You have to be married to them. In order to do that, you have to go through the church, which means you have to pay us. Mm-hmm. So basically, we control your sex life. And if you don't get married through us, then it's a sin if you have sex without it. And now that you're married, you went through the church. Now we get your money, your mm-hmm. tithing. And you're, now you have family and kids. And they'll be a part of the church. And the church grows. But right. meanwhile, while they were making these rules, mm-hmm. they were having sex. Right. They had multi, <laughs> They were having open sex. Yeah. And then in a Eventually, even the priests were doing that. So mm-hmm. then they said, you know what? We're going to stop the priests from getting married. Mm-hmm. Because once the priests get married and they have kids, then that money goes to the, the family instead of the church. We want right. to come to the church. So priests, you can no longer have sex. Yeah. And you can't get married. And so we weren't naturally, most the civilizations weren't naturally like that. We were programmed through Europeans. Uh, the Catholic Church, Puritan perspectives, and so on right. and so on. To move towards and monogamy. And here we are today. And so here we are, yeah. which is probably why there's a big movement of polyamory and... Yeah, it's coming back again. Soon. It's coming back because I think people have realized that they want to live their best lives. And if they have a partner that's not as horny as them, (laughs) that maybe they need multiple partners and that works for some people. But, you know, most of society has taken on the perspective that monogamy is best and they want one person to live their life with and to love and to Mm -hmm. build a family with. And so what do you think some of the solutions are, mainly speaking to women? How can women manage having a horny husband? What can they do to be able to stay connected, stay in love and not feel guilty or bad or that something's wrong with them if they don't have enough energy, especially when you're in the middle of raising young children in a family, because that's a really hard time in a marriage and a relationship. We really struggled during that time mm-hmm. when our kids were little and just everything that has to happen and then finding time for each other and finding time for making love when you have more sexual energy flowing than the woman because mm-hmm. her energy is being like siphoned into child rearing. I say first of all be aware of what sex means to your man. Okay. Like I said earlier it's not just about the orgasm 
Mm-hmm. It's about connection. Okay. And two, try not to get irritated and make him feel guilty or bad for asking. Okay. Or wanting you. Be grateful he's actually wanting you. Yeah. Number three, I would add, is it doesn't always have to be sex. What I learned is that I just want to feel desired. Mm-hmm. That's really at the core of it. Right. When couples are dating, they feel that desire, and their partner's always having sex, so it's a, it feels good. Yeah. You want to be wanted. You want to be desired. Mm-hmm. And so I found that even if we're not having sex as often as I like, mm-hmm. if you make me feel like you desire me, if you're like I told you before, just sometimes walk by and just touch it. <laughs> just touch it, baby. <laughs> do a little drive Yeah, back. we don't have to go anywhere <laughs> with it. But that makes me blush. That makes me feel like... Okay, she's desiring me, right. which then eases the stress and tension of not having sex. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of little foreplay and flirting that can occur in between. And then after a while, it's not really about the quantity. It's about the quality. Yeah. So even if we don't have sex as often, when we do, it's good. Right. We're taking our time. Being you're not, present. You're not rushing me. Oh, I'm not rushing you. And express to me that you still feel sexual. Make me see like, okay, you're still that hot individual. You're still a sexually minded person mm-hmm. that you were when I met. That helps men to feel better and mm. help them to calm down and feel like, okay, you're the, you just can't get there right now, but you still want it. Right, right. Why, why is that important? Desire. Mm. Is it a a concern of men like, oh, wait a minute, she's no longer into me. So does it, is it creating insecurity? Like you're just not into me? Yeah, that can definitely create insecurity. Yeah. Interesting. You know, I I mean, I don't know if other women think this, but I didn't really think that men deal with that kind of insecurity. I think they just, you know, a lot of times they're just being masculine. I always kind of just thought of it as masculine energy. So thanks for sharing that. I would also like to add for women It's real easy when you feel like your husband is really horny and coming at you and coming at you and you're saying no because you don't have the energy to start to create a story that's annoying or he's being pushy or, oh God, here he comes again, or he won't leave me alone. And I think that's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. You got to be very aware of what meaning you give to your husband being horny. Because if you make it a negative, then it's going to make you hold out longer and, and, and not want to move towards and he's it. And he's going to feel that negative energy yes. that you have towards him in a sec. It really goes back to how you frame things in your mind and your thoughts, because your thoughts create your energy. And if you start telling yourself that this is annoying and you know negative things about him, then you're going to feel it, he's going to feel it, and it's going to drive you further apart. So I love what you said, Anthony, about like, start telling yourself, like, I think it's amazing that he wants me and he desires me. And as women, we get very pulled into our children, our homes, the things that need to happen, because that's just what we do. And we have to go, okay, wait a minute, my husband is as important as the children. He's the foundation of the relationship. And I have to make time for that. But we also have to make time for ourselves, right? So Mm -hmm. we're trying to give to you, we're trying to give to the kids. So it's a balancing act. It's like this harmony. We have to pour into ourselves. We have to love ourselves and just have so much overflow that we have enough for our children and our husbands, which means we have to think about our sexuality. We have to plan getaways. I've noticed with you that if I initiate or if I flirt with you or I'm the one who kind of takes lead, that really makes you feel good. 
And mm-hmm. I think a lot of women just kind of back out of it and are like, I just got to take care of the kids and stuff. All right, I'll get to that. You and I have had this discussion so many times that I know what you want, what you need, you know what I want and what I need. So sometimes when I actually am tired and don't want to, I tell myself like, you know what, you should initiate, seduce him, play with him. And when I tell myself to do that, what happens is I find that that sexual energy comes back. It's not all your responsibility. I have a responsibility in it too. Yeah. And it goes back to feeling desired again. Yeah. It's like, just do you really desire me? Yeah. And if you do, even if you can't have sex with me because of the circumstances, you show me that you want to. Yeah. That you're trying to. Not because you feel bad for me. Not because you're trying to give me pity sex, which is the worst. I want to see that it's because you are lusting for me yeah i want to add one other thing for the men one of the things that's really sexy to women and turns us on because think about we're you know trying to manage the house and the kids and the meals and the you know all the things that we're taking on it's really sexy to us when you help us with those things like for you and i anthony when we were raising small children you helped so much and that was really sexy to me and the relationship that you have with our children is really sexy to me how you love them how you communicate with them and it doesn't feel like i'm taking this all on by myself mm-hmm. so i think men that are really getting in there with women you yeah, see how yeah you see how tiring it is you see how exhausting mm-hmm. it is i remember at that stage in our relationship us both being like i want you but i'm exhausted let's go to sleep and mm-hmm. wake up in the morning before the kids get up and have some time together or whatever the case may be but i think it's just giving each other grace and recognizing that our sex drive will not always be equal And it doesn't mean that we don't love each other, but it's important. I agree. That was a really good topic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of the male perspective with us. I I really appreciate that. Amazing topic. Don't conversation. Grown folks. Grown folks. Business up in here. Good job, baby. Yes. Okay. So once again, people, thank you for hanging out with us. That was fun. We love all the support and uh, appreciation you guys have been giving us. We're giving it right back to you. Yes. And if you guys haven't had a chance to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving the Happy Ever After, Pick up your copy at Amazon.com. And if you're interested in coaching with Amazing Clocks, you can go to theamazingclocks.com. No matter where you live around the globe, you can coach by phone or on Zoom. It's just like being in person. And if you're interested in becoming a life coach, check out our Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy, Life Coach Training and Certification Yes. And one final thing, if you want free coaching or you want to be on our podcast, go to our show notes and sign up to get coached free by the amazing clerks on our podcast. So there you go. We gave it to you. Now what you're going to do with it. See you next time. See you next time.